years to beat Australia in Australia. Young, inexperienced, written off. This West Indies team can stand tall today. West Indies cricket can stand tall today. Today is a big day in West Indies cricket. Congratulations, congratulations to every single member of that cricket team. We can hear how much it meant to him then, and we're going to find out how much it probably still means to him. 27 years is a long time to wait, Brian Lara. It's an absolute thrill for us to have you on Sports Day. Thank you for being with us. How does it still feel 24 hours later? <laughs> it's, uh, it's still an amazing feeling. A wonderful achievement by a very young team. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's just, um, I don't know, words is, is difficult to describe it in words, but I'm sure... Not just myself, but the entire West Indies is really proud of, of that cricket team. Well, it, it, absolutely, deservedly so. And uh, it was terrific to catch up with you on Sports Day at the beginning of the series. And we spoke, and you spoke about the talent there and the desire of this group to, to want to play Test cricket uh, for the West Indies. And now we're seeing at the end of it, being able to knock over the number one test nation in the world. Um, have swept all before them uh, last year and into this year as well. It, it's an incredibly proud moment. But if we break it down a little bit uh, tighter, I guess, um, Brian, how, 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 was it, how was it possible? How, how did it come about? Because we saw batting performances from rookies that was outstanding and obviously Shamar Joseph finishing it off. But... How as a group was it planned and done? Oh, well, I think there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, planning being done for every single cricket match. And, um, you know, we weren't successful for quite some time, uh, not just in Australia, but um, playing against other teams in other countries. So I just think the talent is there and um, it's, it's shown true. Um, you know, we all... Surprise of, of the performance of the one Shema, um, Shema Joseph, who has just really and truly started his career in cricket. You know, it's just a handful of first class games. And he's able to, you know, the bowl the West Indies to victory. But, um, you know, as long as you, you give your best, I believe that at some point in time, you know, the results going to come. And uh, it came yesterday at, at the Gabba. Uh, we most likely going to have to work harder now to see if you can pull some more victories up because it was really a sweet feeling. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And Shamar, who's been the influence on his career? Because uh, bowling fast is one thing and a, and a rapid rise from five first-class games into test cricket now. Um, but he's executing uh, things that are happening beyond his years now. He's attacking the stumps. He knocked over four Australian batsmen uh, and, and the last one to win the game in, uh, in Josh Hazelwood. He's attacking stumps. Someone's is someone telling him this, or is this intrinsic within him? This is the best chance to get a wicket. How's it all coming about? Yeah, it's it's baffling to me as well because, you know, as you said, what he's doing is beyond um, his experience in yeah. in cricket. And um, but it, he's a fast learner. I, I think he's got a big heart. He's a fast learner. Um, playing for the West Indies was a dream. He's now he now has the uh, opportunity. And he, he doesn't want any excuses. You know, he's he's doing all the right things. And, um, you know, as he said yesterday, he told the captains, give me the ball. I'm not going to, you know, bust it to or not. I'm not going to give it up until we win. And that just shows a maturity and a passion. Um, maybe there's been lacking um, in, other West Indies, uh, in other West Indies players. But uh, I think 
with him now and looking at this young group of players, I believe that, um, you know, the talent is definitely there. I don't think there's any doubt about it. But, you know, you just got to work hard, have the discipline, and um, just do similar to what Shima uh, Joseph has done. Just sort of learn the trade quickly as possible because it's not an easy, um, it's not an easy stage, international cricket. So, yeah, just proud of him, but also proud of all the other guys. Young Sinclair as well, playing in his first test match, scoring a half, a half century in, in um, a very, very uh, tight situation. And, and yeah, he as well showed, showed maturity beyond his experiences. We're speaking to the great Brian Lara. Brian, did you expect, are you surprised at how emotional you were? I mean, we sped in the lead up to having a chat to you that you'd been pretty heavily involved in the build up to the series, um, trying to, you know, speaking to the group and uh, and presenting their caps and you'd been in and around them. But were you, were you surprised with your response to the win? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did the last... Uh... Oh, well, sorry. The the hour after the break and and um or the half an hour after the break and I was sort of speechless. I wasn't saying much in, in the come box and you know I just you know I said to them that you know it's very hard to to be in this situation here. So it, it really did affect me. You know, whichever way the, the game went, I was proud of the boys. But to have that opportunity of just one delivery away from a success in Australia after so many years and to be uh, among some veteran Australian players as well. It was really a touching moment and uh, and uh, emotional one for me. But also, you know, I look around the room and there was a lot of happy faces, I think, um, for Western East cricket. You know, the results, I think, was well met um, throughout the world. Sachin Tendulkar um, sent a message. Everyone was sort of really, really, um, really happy for the Western East. I was, that was going to be my next question. How far has this resonated uh, in the cricketing world and the follow-up to that I suppose is how do how do you bottle it H- how do you how do you get this group to resist the urges to I suppose and and you don't begrudge anybody that wants to make a crust and make a living but how do you bottle this how do you keep this group together and how do you build and and, and grow on it well you know out of this group you know there's a lot of test cricketers guys who love playing test cricket mm. and and um, are not sort of fancy in the in the shorter version of the game, which is great. I mean, yes, Ashima Joseph will, you know, get a lot of attention at, at this time. But I think he has also pledged his support and, and love for Test cricket and want to play Test cricket, which is great. You know, to hear that coming from him. Um, yeah, sometimes I feel like you know, West Indies cricket is like a stepping stone for some players onto onto other other greater um, or other riches. But I mean, you can't, as you said, you can't. Uh, begrudge someone for wanting to make a good living um, out of their trade. Mm. Uh, how do we bottle it? I, I think it's, this is just a start. This is, this is just a win. You know, we want to be heading to England in June, July and uh, fully ready for a series against, you know, one of the, <laughs> the most aggressive test playing nations or the most aggressive test playing nation in the world. And um, just beaten India yesterday as well in India, which as you know, is a very tough thing to do. So we want to be able to take things forward. And I believe the, the group is there. They're still in experience. When we get to England, there'd still only be three or four test matches on, under their belt. And um, they've got to, you know, they're going to be asked a lot of questions. I just think that, uh, We've got four or five months where we can really hold together this group in the environment that they're in now, in the self-belief that they have now. Hold them in that confidence and, and try to improve them and get them ready for 
the England series and for more test more test matches in the future. Brian, what was your message to the, the, the batting group um, about playing in Adelaide and then transferring that up to the Gabba? Because the Gabba's very, very different conditions. And um, what, what did you share with them that gave them the confidence? The first innings to get to 300 was and win the toss and bat and we're going to take this on. Mm. You know, it was fantastic. Hodge doing well with 70 and, um, you know, the keeper, Josh De Silva, doing exceptionally well, another 70 there. And you mentioned Kevin Sinclair, but these guys batted with genuine purpose. Um, Discipline. Did, yeah, yeah, it was all of those things. Um, what did you share? What was the message that, that helped them have that? I think, you know, most of the messages will come from the main coaches, Jimmy and uh, Jimmy Adams, batting coach, um, the bowling coach, Sean Tate, and also... Uh, the head coach as well. And, um, you know, for me, every time I have a conversation, it could be in private, it could be, you know, on the phone. I, I don't have to be around the players. It's, it's just sort of to try to get, try to learn as quickly as possible and to understand that the game is not just about having skill. You've got to use your brains. You've got to calculate things. You've got to work things out. Um, and uh, really and truly, that's my message. You know, yes, people ask me about, you know, their hands or their head and their foot movements. All these things are great. But if you don't have the right mental approach, yeah. you know, all these things will all these things will go to waste. So um, my message will always be about, you know, staying true to yourself, being positive and having that mental uh, energy to keep going. Uh, Brian, have you got a sense from back home yet on just how big an occasion this has been? I mean, how excited is everybody back home and, uh, what's the impact that you're expecting it to have? Yeah, it's it's a great impact. Um, you know, prime ministers and and other um, wow. distinguished uh, West Indians have have called in and congratulated uh, the team. I got a message from Mr. Piers Morgan. I, I think it's far-reaching, <laughs> and I don't think the young players, I don't think the young players truly understand, you know, what what they've done and how how. How much this could be a catalyst for many different things in the Caribbean. I, I, I think a sense of belief, a sense of of, of uh, appreciation, you know, the passion for the game. I think if that team arrive in Trinidad or Barbados tomorrow and to play a test match next week, I think you're going to get a full crowd. I think you're going to see people coming out to see Ashima Joseph, to see St. Clair, to see all these young players. So. Um, it's far-reaching. I, I think it's really energized um, the people in the Caribbean. I hope it also energized, you know, corporate Caribbean and 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 people that are in strong um, positions to make changes in the game. Well, you've got a World Cup coming up this year, um, which is another chance for the West Indies to put its best foot forward from a cricketing point of view. But the other thing, Brian Lara, that really stood out is this: the joy in which the players played with. I mean, we can sometimes get a bit grizzled and cynical, but there was this out-and-out -out joy and excitement and exuberance that was infectious. And I think that's why I don't think there's many people, you know, you know what Australian fans are like. We want Australia to win, and, and a loss is just almost unacceptable and unheard of. But this is being embraced on such a different level, and I can't help but think it's also the way in which the team went about playing that captured hearts and minds and has so much goodwill coming towards them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable in terms of, um, I mean, I'm in Australia and, you know, the, I feel a sense of of um, joy when, you know, speaking to other Australians. And as I said, my message, my, my phone is blown up with lots of messages from, from people all around the world. It's just been 
uh, a victory that I think the cricketing world wanted for mm. a, a very long time. I mean, as you would know, perennial favorites is the West Indies team anywhere they go. And, um, uh, as you know, it's just, it's unbelievable that, uh, first of all, that we're talking about a test match win at the Gabba, uh, a ping ball test match that Australia have never lost, uh, or even, I'm not sure if they drew a ping ball test, but they've won all of them. Yeah. And, um, and to just feel the excitement here, and and I I could also feel the excitement back in the Caribbean. Our friends are calling, and and it's unbelievable. Four or five o'clock in the morning is when this game was uh, uh being shown back in the Caribbean, and and people are just ecstatic about the whole result. Brian, uh, we're ecstatic that you were able to give us some time today. We we greatly appreciate it. Congratulations to. Um, to, to West Indian cricket, really, because it, it, we cannot probably state just how big a deal and how important this is to help with cricket um, from back home for you. So thanks for being able to share a little bit about what it means and what it could do for, for cricket uh, back home with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me.